0: Brad Hill here. There is no better way to share a story than around a campfire. And if you are in the Mobile Bay area, there is no better place to get firewood than our friends at Mobile Bay Firewood. This is a family-owned business, and I personally love using their easy-to-light kiln-dried firewood in my fire pit. So use promo code MBFTSO for $15 off of your next order at MobileBayFirewood.com. Longtime friends of the podcast, the Growley Leather Company is a family-owned leather goods company in Southern Alabama. All of their leather goods are designed and handcrafted to come alongside you in your daily life, share in your adventures, and reflect your character. Brian and I both enjoy products from Growley Leather. So visit growlyleather.com and use promo code TSO2022 for a 15% discount at checkout. Find you a leather journal and fill it with stories from The Storied Outdoors. This is The Storied Outdoors, a podcast somewhere between Lewis and Tolkien and Lewis and Clark, finding clarity in the stories we tell and the adventures that shape us. (laughs) Welcome to the Storied Outdoors Man, we just finished season 5, Brian I can't believe it, I can't believe it I was looking at our, uh, we got a little Google document You know, with all our, our, our seasons and our episodes and episode numbers We are sitting here in this moment recording episode number 70 That's incredible Episode number 70, never thought we'd make it this far I really, you know, I wasn't sure how long it would, you know, would last. But, man, we have been having, I've been having so much fun. And this past season has been, man, it's been one that's been full of surprises and, you know, rich conversations.
1: Lots of good stories. Yep. We did some new things. Yep. Man. Had some really big names. Yeah. I mean.
0: Yeah, just. Just you know, again, always shocked at who's willing to join us, right? I know. I
1: mean, and and, talk- <laughs> and it's it's so funny. We say, "Hey, look, we we can't pay you," and they come on for free. And it's just, yeah. you know, know, it's just one of those things that there are so many people out there just willing to tell their story, and that's what we're all yeah. about is just the the art of the story. You know, and what you know, we like to get the the big names. We like to get those those people because they have unique stories that a lot of people will know. But one of the things we really like doing is finding those stories that nobody knows. You know, finding Man, the, those little the nuggets. The untold story. Yep, the untold story. That's it. That's it. We uh,
0: we certainly had some of those. It was a lot of fun. Um, you know, I, I think, I don't know. I had a hard I was thinking about we're going to sit down and we're going to have this conversation, Brian. And How do I pick a favorite? Yep. episode is so you know it's like picking a favorite child you know it's really difficult to really pick a favorite episode one of my top to bottom most comfortable and enjoyable conversations to me was probably Sean
1: Dietrich 100% that was that just, felt like we were just talking to a good old buddy
0: just a friend just a great friend and uh, man I enjoyed you know that and we covered a lot of ground on that yeah. on that conversation and man, I was so grateful for Sean taking time to join us and his transparency and honesty and you know, candor about some points that were hard, you know, some hard points in his life, but then some just some great fun. And uh every time I, I see a picture of Thelma Lou pop up on uh, on Instagram, it gives me a good uh gives me a good laugh.
1: She made an appearance for sure. <laughs> <laughs> Thelma Lou the hound dog. You know, and what's funny about that conversation, Brad, is that a lot of people who listened to it, their feedback was, man, it felt like you guys were just hanging out and, and mm-hmm. having a conversation. Well, mm-hmm. that's exactly what we hope that's what is gonna happen. You know, yeah. we, we don't want this to be an interview. We want it to be what you call a digital campfire where we're just that's sitting right. around and hanging out. Yeah. Sean gave the you know, he gave
0: the greatest compliment, I think. He's like, Man, you guys are easy to talk to and man that for me that was a just a high, high compliment.
1: He also told to us campfire. at the end, he said and you guys didn't make it weird, which I thought that was, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that was a good compliment it. too. Yeah, yeah,
0: y'all didn't make it weird. I'm sure I don't know. I, I, I'm sure people do, and it, you know, you want to ask good questions, but you don't want to ask weird questions.
1: But. Yeah, yeah, that was that was definitely a fun one. Uh, one that I thought was fascinating was the guy that you found by googling benefits of a fire, and okay. you know, Doctor. Uh, Christopher, Christopher Lynn yeah, from the University Lynn. of Alabama. I mean, what a yeah. great conversation. I mean, cool, yeah, cool, well, it, you
0: know, one, I feel so justified at, you know, now from now on I can say with confidence we're, you know, we're staring at caveman TV. Yeah. Um, but, you know, we can sit down and sit at a fire and go, hey, this is good for me. Yeah. You know, this is prescribed good for me. Um, proven. There's a research that backs it up. And, uh, man, it was really cool to. I guess I don't know what the word is What the, how I would say it I'm not to say justified but I knew there was something special about sitting mm. around in fire
1: mm-hmm.
0: now, we've always said how much we all love that now we know a little bit as to why that's true yeah it's validation because it really it really is validation as to like oh now I understand that was kind of what I was hoping for mm-hmm. which was cool because he you know he made the point as an anthropologist like you find a question you, you want to answer yep and uh, and that's really what he does as a profession you know like why is that the case and, uh, and that was a cool that was a really really cool conversation so and for me like you know that's some of the stories that we write or essays we write I'm starting to sort of take that approach as what question do I want to answer, you know? Yeah,
1: that's a good point.
0: You know, when I'm writing, so I'm sitting down, when I'm reflecting,
1: you know, when we're taking time to
0: reflect. Yep. You know, what do I, how do I want to go deeper, you know, in this part of my story? Um, and what question to ask, you know, which I'm always I'm fascinated by good questions. Yeah. And I, my, that's my favorite response, too, is like, oh, man, when somebody that we're talking to pauses and goes, man, that's a good question. I feel like I'm like, yes, we're on track.
1: If, if any of you ever watch the YouTube version and that and our guests say that, you'll see Brad and, and me look at each other and we're like, yes. <laughs> we, yes. We got it. We got a good question in there. And you know, that's what you want yeah. is you know, we're we're interviewers, you know, we're at the heart of it and we're trying to ask questions that are thought provoking. We don't want to just sit there like that old uh chris farley skit on saturday night live <laughs> where just you remember that time you were in the beatles yeah <laughs> yeah man that was awesome that was awesome <laughs> that's what i felt like this whole thing was gonna be but then we started kind of making a set list and it's like oh yeah let's put a little thought into this and uh, <laughs> I'll, that's, that's amazing that, that's kind of what we're hoping not to be uh, you know there's yeah i kind of feel like that was that way a little bit with some of these bigger names you know, like AP and Charles Martin and, and uh, Tom Rosenbauer. I mean, some of my responses are yeah. like, "Wow!" I mean, I'm just like, "Oh man, <laughs> I should have brought more to the yeah. table than that." <laughs> yeah.
0: Speaking of, I mean, Rosenbauer was a bucket list, uh, you know, guest. Yeah. I mean, he's a, you know, really he's the host of the Orvis fly fishing podcast. Yeah. Um, worked for Orvis for you know what do you say forty five years. Uh, but just a kind gentleman. I mean, just a man. You know, fisherman's fisherman. Yep. Extremely
1: kind man. Um, just very gracious to share with the world yes. his whole life. Yes. I mean, it's he's he's sharing his knowledge of fly fishing, and we talked a lot about that. And we talked about how it, you know, and even in one of the essays that I wrote, it's it's so hard to kind of get into the. F- Sport of fly fishing, unless sure. you know somebody or have some help mm-hmm. in some way, mm-hmm. and so we want to just follow Tom's example and and just be approaching the sport with open arms and and bring you more yeah, people yeah. into the group. And he certainly does that with you know he's got
0: video after video after instructional video mm-hmm. of trying to you know give people the knowledge they need to to enjoy the sport that we love. So and then he you know. He took time to chat with us about it. It was really cool. It was a really cool conversation.
1: That was that was a great I, one.
0: I'm always fascinated, though. You would think, like, oh, gosh, that's a huge name. I mean, I mean, he's the face of Orvis fly fishing. You know, he's on their magazines and all that stuff. But like, his episode numbers wise, if we're talking about the growth of mm-hmm. you know a podcast and how many plays a certain episode gets, like it didn't garner as many plays as I guess we would have thought. Yeah. But then there were episodes that did. You know, garner a lot more plays, and um, I think Sean Sean's got such a a great following of people. Like he was probably one of the best performing. Would you say one of the better performing episodes? Just because he's got such a great great yeah. fan
1: base. Yeah, and and of this season too, specific, uh, specifically this season was a was a good one. And and you know, we did the giveaway with his book, and, oh, yeah, and he true. was gracious enough to share that on his social media and. It, we, we picked up a lot of followers, and if you're listening now yeah, and, and, so cool. and you're a, a follower because of Sean's post, we really appreciate you, and thank you for joining us on Absolutely. this on this journey. So much fun.
0: You know, it's been a long season,
1: a lot of episodes. We packed a lot in be, this year.
0: We did. I would be remiss to not talk about how great it was to have Steve Davis on from On River Time.
1: Hey, and they just won a, a pretty good award. I know. That was awesome. It's like, what was it the... Um, a nonprofit of the year?
0: Well, I look I'll look it up so that we don't so that we won't mess it up because it was just a recent post that I that I saw. Um
1: Well and, and on Rivertime is, is Steve's nonprofit and they've been doing it for ten years now. And yeah, here we go. Uh, on This is Wendy Garner Media. Yeah, Winnie uh, she works there with the uh, nonprofit. Yeah.
0: So this was on her post. She says, and thank you for sharing on Rivertime named PGA Tour Champions Charity of the Year.
1: That's incredible. that's incredible. that's a huge that's a huge award and it is well deserved because they do such great work with with children who have come from abused homes they get them out of the this cycle of not being able to trust adults and um, and plus they take them to some of the most pristine waters in the United States so only the, on the Snake River in Idaho uh, for, for a couple of weeks of trout fishing and, and just really opening up and sharing with one another. It's a fantastic uh, nonprofit. I really want you. Well, if you haven't listened to it, go back and listen to it. Yeah, go back and
0: check it out. We asked him a question in that. What's um, you know? What's your next adventure? What's what's what did he say? Do you remember what he said, Brian?
1: He was looking to um, he was looking to to buy that lodge, and um, I think that that is in the works uh, based on what he's told us. And man, what a what a great becoming a reality! It's becoming a reality, and what a great opportunity. That's amazing. I mean, that's incredible. Yeah.
0: Well, I think that's. Uh, for me and for you, I think you would say the same thing. I think that's just a, the Lord's favor on a really gracious and good work. Yeah. yeah. You know, what they're doing. And I think they're good stewards with what they get, you know, financially. Yep. And, uh, and they do a great
1: work. And they got what they do. They've surrounded themselves with a great board, a great junior board, yeah. uh, really working hard in the fundraising and awareness aspect of this thing. And it's, they're just, they're doing it right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what about. Amanda Bridge is done. I'm still like every time I see her post something, her her pictures. I'm thinking, my my heart beats a little bit faster. (laughs) I get a little trepidation, and and it's like, okay, I don't think I could do that. I still don't think I could do it.
0: (laughs) Incredible, incredible! If you haven't followed Amanda Dunn and her, what they do is really cool, and they get some just staggering photos, you know, of the places that they explore on Adventuring
1: Light. I feel like they've taken it up to another level this year of yeah, of yeah. what they're exploring, how they're exploring. I think Amanda maybe found a cave and was able to name it because she was the one that found it. Yeah. I mean an undiscovered yeah. Cavern. Which wow that's just fascinating fascinating human being so uh it was fun I've to
0: never you know i'll go by some water and go well, i wonder if there's a fish in there yeah but i've never looked at a hole in the ground and go no, i wonder how
1: far that goes <laughs> i wonder how far i can go into that <laughs> small crevice <laughs> nope. Nope.
0: no 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 sirree no nope. i'm gonna leave that question unanswered
1: yeah i think i can live without having to know the answer <laughs> to that
0: one <laughs> oh man looking looking back to like lewis marcos was uh he was hilarious, man. He was the
1: fastest 45 minutes in podcasting.
0: He was the most excited. He was so passionate about what he had to say and excited about the conversation. Again, another guy that's got a lot on his schedule. Yep. He travels a lot, teaches a lot, lectures a ton, and yet he was kind enough to take time to, to speak to a couple of guys from Alabama. And, and
1: um, it wasn't uh, like he was just appe- appeasing us. man. He was all in on that conversation.
0: He really was. Yeah, it was good. That was a fun I, You know, thinking back on it, I really, really loved some, you know, several of the things that he had to say, you know, when it comes to, you know, what, is, what does it mean to be a man? What does it mean to be a, a, a good friend yep. or a friendship? You know, he, he talked about that with, he made the comment, he's like, I'm really glad um, that Lord of the Rings was filmed in New Zealand, yeah. you know, because men in New Zealand know how to show affection, you know, and that's something that's lost. Yep. Within within our culture, and I just really appreciated what he had to say there, and I thought it was pretty cool.
1: Pretty cool. Yeah, that was that was a good one. Um, Man, you want to talk about a home run, Jeff Moore? (laughs) (laughs) Well played, sir. Well played. (laughs) If those of you who don't know, Jeff Moore wrote a really good song back in the nineties or early two thousands called "Home Run" uh, with Christian. Uh, contemporary Christian music and uh, yeah, that was the play there
0: <laughs> man Jeff uh, was delightful I mean I had several I had a bunch of comments um, you know I was like oh, you got to
1: talk to Jeff more that was a ton yes. of people commented on my on our posts about that it was like they were thrilled they were like I loved him back in the day and I was like yeah. well you, you loved him back then you'll love him now
0: yeah he's just as cool as you would want him to be yep again another one of those guys where it just felt like man we just got to hang out with you know with jeff moore in a conversation and i'll never forget the story that he tells about his dad (laughs) catching that catching that trout you know barehanded it was really it's just a great story and he did a good job telling it man what a great season and and then man let's not forget we we got a, a late edition um guest Hank Hershey from uh, Hank's Hank's Bait uh, bait store
1: man that bear story i still think about that like every time every time, I, time I see bear. like a log Or an instagram that, picture oh of a bear. my gosh that was fascinating and uh con- congratulations goes out to him he's just uh oh, yeah, got just some big personal engaged. news he's engaged uh yeah. congratulations
0: uh hank uh, and they released, they really released some really cool things in the store. Uh, I saw they had a, it was like a first aid kit that they were, yep. you know, that they were building, yeah, you know, for the store. And then, of course he had their really cool uh, uh, orange, it was like a Hunter's orange retro, like um, what do you call that uh, hat that he had yeah. that he was wearing that day. So they got some really cool merch that they curate for, for
1: Hank's bait Shop and some great art. Yeah, and, and incredible artist. I mean, Hank's a, just a talented guy. He's one of those guys that can do a lot of things, and he does a lot of things well. He's a great. He's well. a great writer, a great graphic designer, an artist. Uh,
0: and with the podcast, got a podcast. Got coming. a
1: podcast coming up. Cannot wait to to get in on that. It's about conservation, and um, him and Drew Morgan from uh, East Alabama Fly Fishing are going to do that together. So that's exciting mm-hmm. to, on the on the horizon for them. Uh, we'll, can't wait to help promote some of that stuff. How about our man Joe, with Angler's Coffee?
0: I know, man. What a, I mean, what a Renaissance man for starters. I mean, the guy's been a CEO of like companies making coffee machines, and then now he's a coffee roaster and man, fly he, fishing extraordinaire. You
1: talk about somebody who's been in the coffee game for a, a long, long time. time, and and I mean, yeah. saw the origins of like Starbucks and Seattle's Best, and some of these things kind of turn into what they are now, and some of the products that they used he was f- first ones to use those and and just now they've got a bass a, a large mouth and a small mouth bl- uh, oh, no. bass blends um, looking cool he needed, yeah i'm hoping to order some of that I, coming up i would love to get, i want to get some more of that dry dropper uh coffee in a tea bag type thing and my, yeah. we're going up on a camping trip here not too long from now and uh I'd really like yeah. to take some more with me. That's it. Really is good. It's great stuff. It's not it really instant coffee good. by any means. We're not just saying that because we hadn't gotten anything from them. No, we. we did, it, well, this out. is not a paid advertisement. This is legit <laughs> good Clearly coffee, and really we enjoyed it. Yeah, and I, I'd have to say, Brad, I, I would say that you and I are pretty much coffee snobs. We're not going to turn down a lot of coffee, but we also kind of appreciate it when it's really yeah. well done.
0: Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, I'd say I am a. I'm no discriminator of coffee. Right. <laughs> I love. Uh, I love truck stop coffee. You know, I get it down yeah. there at the Flying J. Yep. You know, or you know, if you're so lucky to have a bougie Bucky's <laughs> Bucky's um, coffee. Bucky, but I like Bucky's coffee. But I also like your third wave single origin roasted, you know, coffee made by a guy with really tight jeans and a really fancy mustache. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I like uh, I really like high quality coffee. I can tell the difference, but I don't discriminate. No. I like all the I like all the coffees. But we really I really have enjoyed English English coffee, and it was great to hear his story about that company and love little small companies like that. And, uh, it was really cool to hear, hear about that. And man, they're, you know, their marketing is what sucked me in, man. I mean, so artwork on their, their, their coffee bags and all of their coffee is just marketed directly towards, you know, it's anglers coffee for crying out loud. So it's five fishermen's dreams. So got me. I love that. Got, <laughs> got him. Got him.
1: We had four essays. I did two and, and you did two. We told some stories, uh, uh, honestly, man, when I, okay, so the nine mile ride that was the one that I was writing about when uh talking about the importance of cycling in my life, and had some really mm-hmm. good mentors throughout the years. And, and Bill, um, he is one of my my favorite people, he is a former boss and, and now a dear friend, and we go riding a lot. But honestly, Brad, I, I wrote that essay and it came to a point where it got very emotional about talking about my dad and whenever dad passed away. And let me tell you, that was not the intent of when I started writing that story. I I went in, I was like, oh, this is just going to be a little aside. It's going to have some significance because of nine miles. And it's going to be, you know, I was riding my bike when I heard the news of my dad passing. Mm. But I I had to stop several times writing that essay. I had to stop several times reading it. I and, and you know Wade Blevins called and he's he he, he texted me and said man I had I couldn't it took me like three times to get through that essay just listening <laughs> that was not my intention it's just where the story went and yeah. you know when you're talking about death of a family member death of a father especially a loved one um, things can get pretty emotional but mm. I, I was I was not uh, intending on pulling the heartstrings so hard uh, with that first <laughs> essay but um Thank you. You did a great job being a good steward of that story for me. And uh, your Rocky Mountain Road trip, man.
0: Oh, man, so much fun. I mean, it's been, you know, I I thought a lot about, I loved what Andy said. You know, Andy Blanks in a previous episode, you know, he kind of, one of the big things that he said that just kind of came up in our conversation of of giving our kids stories, not stuff. Yeah. How good is that? uh, So that was one of the, you know, the things for us this summer is we, we took our kids out to, and family vacation out to the Rockies and road tripped out there and man, it was a blast. And, you know, they still talk about it, you know, and there's something that I know they'll remember. It's a memory that I know we'll will remember. And it was a lot of fun to write about, you know, I had a lot of time driving. So, you know, I certainly had a lot of, um, I think I talked about it. We talked about it before. The drive is so beneficial for what we talk about a lot on here is, mm-hmm. is reflection, you know, and it gave that, you know, we left here, it, you know it's a 20 something hour drive <laughs> you know 20 hours and some change you know, we saw nine states in all I think Mississippi was the only one we repeated um, but going out there you know as we drove I mean it was like you know the further we got from home you know the cords connecting us to you know our office email our work emails and our phone all of that started just to to unplug away from us the further we got it gave time for us to transition into when we got there, we were on vacation. You know, it such a helpful, um helpful thing to do in a road trip is, you know, we arrived and we were there. You know, we didn't uh, I think I've heard John Eldridge talk about this before of like having that transition time of not, you know, we we fly on an airplane, <laughs> you know, and it's such a quick transition. Yeah sometimes like boom, you're, you've left work. Now you're on vacation, but physically you aren't, or mentally you aren't really on vacation yet. Yep. And then like halfway through your vacation, you're like, now I'm on vacation. Oh, it's gosh, we got to pack up tomorrow.
1: Yeah. There's a quote. I can't remember who said it. It says no man is in need of a vacation more than the one who just had one. (laughs) If we don't take that time to transition and coming
0: back coming back the same way like the, it gave great time for reflecting on what we just experienced mm. and uh, I could
1: just I, that was so beautifully written too I, I could just see you and Paige sitting in the front seat just smiles you couldn't wipe off your face of just like oh yeah. what y'all just did was just phenomenal
0: yeah I couldn't believe we did it you know it was such a long road trip they'd never done that before um yeah it was a blast it was truly a blast and so it's a lot of fun to, to reflect on that and to, to write that story down and now they can go back and you know they can listen to that episode they can one day read that story and um you know they can have their own memories attached to you know what i'm telling because that's obviously from from my perspective and mm-hmm. maybe one day they'll write it from their perspective you know their their memories so yeah it was a super super story a lot of fun man
1: what a uh, what a great memory
0: I, every time I see a taco stand now like I want some tacos from uh, from the gill house.
1: <laughs> we talked about uh <laughs> tacos and the gathering of, of wild dogs. Uh, you know, and when I wrote that I knew where I was going, but it's it it was like a long way around to get to where I was going. I mean it, it covered a <laughs> lot of ground to get there. It did. But uh I, I was I, I, the idea of, of this fly fishing community in Alabama reminds me so much of my mom and how she was always welcoming for one more. And for, um, mm-hmm. you know, it was always a there was always an extra room at the table. There's always yeah. more room at the table. And, um, you know, just that this group has been such a, a welcoming group and it's been such a fun. A uh, group of guys and, and and ladies to get to know, um yeah. Uh, it was it was a way, a long way of telling a story about how how community is important and we got to be intentional about it and we have to recognize yeah. our place in that community to be able to welcome other people into it. Yeah, it's a good word. Yeah, it was a good word.
0: I um I you know I get, I'm so fortunate to get to travel. Um, this year, even more, you know, relished every, you know my opportunity to get on an airplane to go to different places, especially after a couple of years of not being able to go internationally. Yeah. And so, man, getting to go back down to uh, down to Nicaragua to you know see friends that I haven't seen for a couple of years now, and we've talked, you know, of course on on email and and so forth and and text message, but to you know just to be able to put arms around them, it was you know such a blessing to be able to go. Uh, back down to Nicaragua.
1: You can't replace and, uh, that face to face, you know, shaking of hands, hugging of of necks. I mean, no. Y- there's no amount of technology that can replace that. No. So it was so good uh
0: to to write about that and to to think about that and you know, every time I you know, I recently I had the opportunity to travel to Nepal and um thought about it then as i was you know i was mostly done with that essay when i made that trip to nepal you know and we make this you know sort of sweeping turn and up and down and flying and we're landing in Kathmandu, and you can just see you know it's a pretty good sized town you know pretty good sized, you know city of of people and lots of concrete buildings and you know cars and more motorcycles than I think I've ever seen. Like everybody had a motorcycle in yeah. The middle of town Yeah. and just, you know, millions of people mm-hmm. that I didn't know, you know, I knew that the city was there, but I didn't really know they existed, you know, until you see them and hear the sounds and smell the smells. And you're really aware of the f- these people are living lives every day, you know, and I was really oblivious to their existence. Mm-hmm. You know, and then now I'm seeing them, or I'm you know eating dinner in their home. Perhaps yep. we got to do that a couple of times, and and then you're like, man, God was not caught off. You know, the Lord knit them in their mother's womb. You know, I think about those scriptures. Mm. You know, before the foundations of the universe. You know, he, you know, he knew them. You know, we say that to you know about me. Like the Lord knew me. The Lord made me. The Lord fearfully and wonderfully made me. You know, but. But when you start going, oh, he made that guy. I don't even know who that guy is. Yeah. You know, and he's on the other, literally the other side of the planet. By yeah. the way, it's a long way to Nepal, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> it's tomorrow there. Right yeah, <laughs> right. <laughs> but, to, you know, to see those people and go, man, like God is infinite. Obviously, God doesn't change. But like I said in the essay, my perception of of who God is always grows every time I travel every time I land in a new city I love that I'm blown away by you know one the amount of people there's a lot of people there and you know easily of the places that I've been which is I've been to a lot of places man I have never seen driving situation more chaotic than Catman do oh that's saying a lot most, this most the most chaotic <laughs> driving scenario that I've ever seen and only once did I see like the face of concern on someone else. Like one time in the whole time that I was there, I saw somebody like give a little, like, Ooh, like you almost <laughs> hit me. You know, most of the time they're like, they're just going along. And if there's a gap, if there is any gap, I promise motorcycle be in a motorcycle motorcycle being,
1: Hey, do they use their horns at all <laughs> over there? Oh yeah. They give a little tap tap. They- you know, it's, it's, it's not an angry tap tap. Uh-uh. It's a, Hey, I'm coming by you. coming by. It's all good. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. Yeah. I love that I love but, how you tied it into uh Aslan and uh and Lucy. Oh yeah. I mean that was so You're appropriate. Bigger. You're bigger. No, no.
0: Every year you grow, I grow. And every year I travel he gets he seems his bigness is revealed mm. to me. So it's a lot of fun to to reflect on that and to think about those uh those experiences, man.
1: Glad you shared those.
0: Yeah, it was cool. It was, what a great man, so you know as we just recapped the whole season I'm, I'm so blown away at who was on it and man a lot of people listen i'm so thankful for all these these people that listen and yeah. su- support us we had, we had the hats this year yeah did the hats, the hats we had some giveaways still have a
1: few of those yeah we got some left if you're interested in getting one um, you know just just hit us up on a, on our instagram direct message or something or you could email us at the stored gmail.com. Um, you know, we finished the season. Well, kind of finished it. We had a Christmas week that was kind of just a something new that we tried out. You know, this yeah. was, we've in the past two seas two years. I guess, I guess it would have been in the fall seasons for the last two years. We've mm-hmm. dropped a Christmas story, the one, uh, ones that I've written, and um, you know, those are it's fun to see how people enjoy those. They 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 listen to them with their kids, and um, mm-hmm. you know we did four christmas stories this year two of them we had recycled and two brand new ones and uh man i'm telling you what brad you have such a gift of bringing these stories alive um i i literally wrote these things but i got lost in the story by the way that you told them and that is awesome my kids would want to hear them over and over and over so you know a lot of the listens that we have that showed up on our analytics, those are from my children who are just wanting to listen to them on our road trip. <laughs> but it um, was... That's great. But no, I, I really fun. appreciate you um, doing that and doing it so well. Those were those were oh, a lot man, of fun. Thank you.
0: Thank you, man. I enjoyed it. It was so much fun to do. to You know, to, to tell the stories. And uh, yeah, they were great stories. They were fun. I really... I loved... Um, I loved uh, One Horse Open Slay I think uh peaked up as one of my you know, Uncle Doc will be uh will be a favorite character. Yeah. But um but man, that that story was a cool story for me. I, I enjoyed the the take on you know how you got that story and you know, where it spun off from. Mm-hmm. It was fun. It was a lot of fun. Well, thank you
1: for saying that. Uh, um Yeah, we had a lot of different so let's think about this season. We had interviews we had yeah. stories from Brad and me. We had essays that we wrote. We had the fiction. fiction, fiction, action. Yeah, yeah. Um, we would love to hear from you. Like, what uh, if you're listening? What are the types of content that you like? We, you know, we we do these things because it's what we like. You know, and we're not going to go crazy by saying we're going to abandon some of these things, but we would like to incorporate more of. If there's a certain type of story, if there's a certain type of guest. That you would like to ha- hear from, if if you like the essays, do we need to do more of those? Um, mm-hmm. Do you enjoy the Christmas stories? Uh, you know, I guess that's becoming every other season. Uh, I guess in mm-hmm. the fall. So, um, you know, we are we're, we're wanting to hear from you. We want to hear, um, you know, how is, what do you like about this the the storied outdoors, and how can we do more of that?
0: Yeah, you know, I was thinking Brian, how this is a, you know it's a pre recorded podcast, and we'll post it and people download and listen to it. Part of me, which is, it was like a radio, a radio show where people could call in. Yeah, I would, I would so much love to be able to interact with, you know, interact with people on the phone, you know, to hear, you know, hear some feedback. Yeah, you know, um, like this year is the first year we had any kind of uh, sort of advertisements. You know, we we partnered up with some friends of uh, friends of mine and friends of Brian's, um, mm-hmm. the Rally family with Growley Leather. Um, we partnered up with them. And they gave us a code to use in their online store, and then uh, my friend uh, Jason and Carleen Smith with Mobile Bay Firewood, uh, they gave us a code. And you know, and that's not something we've benefited from at all, really, outside of our friendships with them. It was just something we wanted to try, um, and we wanted to see, you know, if it would be beneficial for them and help their businesses, and you know, could we in the future um, try to do some advertising where we we started to make a little money on the podcast to put back into the podcast mm. really would be our, our ultimate goal. We have full-time jobs. We're not trying to make uh, uh, some kind of side hustle, but we would love to invest back into the podcast in some ways. And so we've thought about that like would you guys, did you guys enjoy that? Were you put off by the advertising? I know we're bombarded. We're in a world bombarded by advertising and I know sometimes it's a you
1: know
0: it's a necessary evil for some things, but we don't necessarily have to do it right?
1: Well, and we were very selective with those those two companies. You know, it's not like we just turned on the advertising for the podcast hosts that we use and they just right. throw up a random company. Right. You know, we, we know the, the Raleigh family and you know the Mobile Bay Fire uh, Firewood family. You know, those are things that we think that you all as listeners would be interested yeah. in. It's not like, you know, they were the highest bidders. You know that it wasn't that mentality yeah so yeah we really just wanted to be a blessing to them yeah you know small businesses and
0: so it's really cool so yeah we'd love i'd love you know if you would take some time to send us some feedback on that if you can uh, you can email us the storied outdoors at gmail.com we'd love to hear some feedback on you know advertising you know perhaps you have somebody like man you guys should interview so and so they have a great story to tell um i would love that. Yeah. Um, And we have a long list of people that we're getting to, but man, there's always room for more. Brian, I think my other question I wanted to ask was, we did a lot of episodes this year and we mulled a couple of times. Should we go to a bi-weekly episode drop all year round? Do people want more content or do you like the seasons where there's a break Mm -hmm. in the summertime and maybe a couple of you know, a couple of episodes in the middle of the summer and then no no, no you know, no more episodes and then all of a sudden it's the fall. Yeah. Do you like the breakup of that or would you, you know, are people wanting more episodes? Uh, you know, I don't know that we could pull off a weekly, you know, a weekly recording. Yeah, that'd you know, be... 50, 52, you know, weeks out of the year.
1: You know, we're not too far from that, you know, but it's also was, the, the stress of knowing it mentally. <laughs> you know it, <laughs> uh, that that's yeah. always there, kind of hanging out over there. You know, yeah, it may not be conducive to kind of our our our, our rhythms right now, but yeah. I would love to know how are how are, how is the rhythm the current rhythm being perceived and and being mm-hmm. received? Yeah, it'd be good. Yeah, uh, you know, and and we have we have our hats, we have our stickers. Is there uh, is there other merch that you might like to see? Would you you guys like to see a T shirt? you know something like that um you know we're we're all up and um you know we're, we're trying to figure these things out and we're trying to do it intelligently we don't just want to throw something out there that's just going to not be well received but if it's something you guys are interested in man we, we would love to explore that a little further
0: but you know at the end of the day man this is i mean like we said you know earlier we can't do we can't do this without you guys i mean, absolutely and so we need all the you know, all your feedback is so beneficial to us and your listenership is such a blessing to us and your feedback matters and you're a part of telling these stories and so we would love to make you you know see you be more a part of these these stories being told and more interaction so we'd love to hear from you uh, about these things to you know just to help us make it better we want to steward you know what we've been given in this podcast very well
1: and uh, well and that kind of leads perfectly into an opportunity that we're going to have present to our listeners. Yeah. Um, we're going to open up, uh, submissions for essays. Um, uh, and this would be something that would be very similar to the, to the essays that Brad and I've written. Um, the one that Brittany wrote for uh, father's day this the past father's year. Day. Yeah perfect example we we actually solicited her just we just asked her to do that and um, she was gracious and she did a fantastic job she knocked it out of the park um, and it was perfect for father's day but we're mm-hmm. going to open up submissions we want you to write a story if you're interested in doing that email us or direct message us on instagram um, reach out to us we want to hear your story so we're going to have a little bit more of a, a an extended mini summer series of essays from our listeners that brad will artfully read and um, i will look over them from an editor's standpoint just to kind of make sure that um everything is is on brand with uh with kind of what we're doing and nothing is um you know all the grammar there so don't feel like you have to be a polished writer um to be able to submit these things we just want it to be uh, your story and we want to help you tell it and we want you to tell it, uh, so that you can point back to this. If it's your, your children or your parents or your loved ones, ho- whoever you want to hear this, it would be an archive for, for you to have, uh, in a digital format so that you can share that with others. Um, yeah, that, be a lot of fun. Yeah. We're going to do that and we will post them. We'll, we'll have more information on that, uh, in the next couple of uh, weeks about that, that not a contest, but open submissions for that. And we'll select, um, We'll select. I don't know. Depending or, on how many, depending we get. on how many we get, we'll we'll have to yeah. make that call after after yeah. we, we get the, the submissions. But
0: yeah, so uh, that'd be uh be so much fun, man.
1: Gosh, I'm looking so far to that. that that story from Brittany. I, it just sucked me in. I, I just loved so, hearing yeah. that about yeah. her dad and just uh yeah, it was a, it was a great uh, a great addition to the podcast. Yeah, for sure. I got a story, Brian. So Brad, we like to ask our guests. <laughs> If you're sitting around a campfire, what's one story that you would share boy, do I have a whopper
0: mm. man I have wrestled with how to share you know and, and i i'll I will point out we've been going for roughly 40, 40 minutes or so so I get it um I'll make it I'll make it not too quick but quick um we talk about fishing on here a lot we talk about fly fishing on here a lot and we love it we enjoy it. And I've said a number of times, you know, I live in Mobile. I live down here on the, uh, you know, as, a, uh, as the crow flies, probably only maybe a mile and a half, two miles from the, the Delta, the upper Delta, of five rivers, tons of water, um, the Gulf Coast, Mobile Bay, Dolphin Island, Bayou Sarah, Bayou Heron, tons of, tons of water. I mean, just thousands of miles of, of water to explore. And I said, Austin, you know, I was like, man, I would love, uh, it'd be cool to one day own a boat, you know, to, to really be able to experience, um, to experience where I live to the fullest. Um, it'd be cool, but you know, it's going to be, you know, my kids are here. We have, you know, kids are in school, probably, you know, that'd be something long. So that was something I've been, you know, I've dreamed about. I was like, man, that would be cool. One day on a boat and Brian, you and I have talked about that. It'd be really cool. Maybe one day you can have a, a float craft, you know. Maybe, maybe one of those river rats or a, a drift boat, and then that way you have your boat and we can go trout fishing, and you can come down here and I'll have a, a skiff, and we can go redfish talk fishing. Talked about it. Talked
1: about it several times, especially on the show, in person, anytime we yeah, fly fishing. All the time. What we talk about it all the time.
0: Yeah, and so uh, it's February. I mean, uh, February. Uh, December twenty third. I'm just sitting out here at the house. In fact, in fact, we had fire grilled um, the day before I went down to a, a, a friend of mine's church, a church member who lives on Dog River, uh, and um, it's a beautiful you know his house is a beautiful place there on the river. He's got a big dock, and um, he keeps a couple of crab traps out there and uh, which is really cool and we pull them up and we pulled one up and it had 17 blue crabs in there whoa and uh so we pulled those out me and liam and liam you know every time i you know we saw them you know they're like moving little things around of course i'm thinking nemo hey, <laughs> hey. <laughs> this was really funny and we were giggling about that but yeah uh, mr kevin t- you showed me how to like clean them and so i learned how to clean blue, blue crabs and uh and then prepare them and get them ready and so we brought those home put them on ice the next night you know we set up a little outdoor fire and I've got this you know fire pit that I can cook on that I love and uh, so we fire grilled these blue crabs and uh, had a great recipe they turned out awesome and I've got them all set up and me and Paige were sitting down to eat our dinner and uh, wrap 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 on the door I was like
1: what in the world is that you Santa Claus <laughs> <laughs>
0: a little early it's the 23rd <laughs> he forgot to set his clock um, so I was like man who in the world could that be and uh, so I go around and I look out um, I have this sort of half moon window on my door I can kind of peek I'm tall enough to sort of see over see who it is And I see it's uh, a guy from my church Kevin I mean uh, Keenan Dollar I get dear friend uh, plays in the band with me and guys I've known for a few years, several years now. And uh, I, said, Man, I wonder what Keenan's up to. And uh, so open the door and Keenan standing there and I look out in my yard and like 20, 20 or so men from my church and a couple of the, a couple of ladies said so their wives are with them or standing in my yard. I'm like, they're not singing on? Christmas carols. They ain't caroling bro. No, they're not caroling and uh and keenan uh he just tells me he's like man um we me and a a group of guys and wanted to this group of guys and 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 many others that aren't here um wanted to you've been a blessing to us and we wanted to be a blessing to you and uh and then he pointed he said so we we bought you this and uh, sitting like Sort of in my yard on the street is um is a Poland skiff a yellow it's like a 16 foot yellow with a white deck center console uh, Poland platform skiff beautiful boat uh, it's a really cool you got a yellow bottom and a and a white top and man I couldn't believe it I was just I literally I was stunned I'm still stunned I'm still like you're giving me this.
1: What was you know, what was it uh, that you said that this is it's like this is what happens, happens to people on TV. <laughs> yeah, this is what happens to other people.
0: This happens to other people. <laughs> this doesn't happen. And uh, and man, just uh, overwhelmed, overwhelmed by the just the kindness from you know people. And I got several several messages from different friends of you know after the fact that were a part of it that sent me messages of you know you know why they were wanted to be a part of it and. Um, in truth man like i told you earlier you know in our text thread i wanted i haven't posted about it yet Mm -hmm. i'll post about it you know in conjunction with this Mm -hmm. now that we're you know we're telling this story but i've been processing you know that kind of a gift It's just it's just the craziest thing i've ever been given you know it's just who gets a boat given to them you know yeah (laughs) And I said that night, I was like, man, I, you know, this is something I've always wanted, but would probably not buy for myself. And then they all like in unison sort of said, we know. <laughs> <laughs> because it is extravagant, you know, it is right. it's not, a, not a necessity. And so it would be very difficult for me to, to purchase, you know, something that nice. And man, they did it for me. And, and I said, I really want to honor, you know, the kindness that they showed me. You know, and they all, you know, many of them told me, you know, man, you have, you know, loved on me and invested in me and, and uh, man, I just wanted to, to return the love that I've been shown, you know, to you and, you know, deep down I'm thinking, man, I am, you know, I don't deserve this, Mm. you know, I don't, you know, who feels deserving? I mean, if you feel deserving of stuff, then that's probably another issue you should probably talk to a counselor about (laughs) but most, I would venture to say most people like they don't feel deserving of something, especially not that, that, that great and, uh, that nice. And, um, but I'm grateful for it, especially for a job that I love to do. Mm. You know, these are men from my church. I, I I look forward to pastoring. I look forward to shepherding. It's not a, a dreaded work for me. It's something that I love to do and, you know, to, to have that kind of a kindness and confirmation, you know, given to me was just, uh, man, it'll be, it'll, it'll be an Ebenezer for me. It'll be that sort of stone of remembrance that I look back to, back on, you know, does what I do matter? Of course it matters. You know, the Lord, you know, says it matters. You know, I know that he's called me to this work and, you know, I know Paul says, you know, be steadfast and immovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord, because you know, your work is not in vain. Mm-hmm. So hear me. I know my work's not in vain, but there are times, you know, as a pastor when you're like, does it matter? Is anybody listening? Right. You know? And so, I, you know, my administrator, uh, Mark, Mark Red said, he's like, well, you can't, you can't ask that question anymore. Cause you can always look back to that boat and go, man, there were some guys that were really listening that were really impacted by, you know, your presence in their life. And so, my goodness, man, I just overwhelmed by gratitude. Ministry can uh, be such so a,
1: a dry period, you know, a dry oof. time. You know, and, and if you're listening and you and you attend a church or you've had someone that's helped you or, or been ministering to you, I would, I would encourage you to just be vocal about your appreciation. I mean, yeah. that goes a long way. Um you know, in a gesture like this, boat is is you know that's the next level. Yeah, that yeah. what a special gift, and, and it was so funny. I was, we had just gotten back from a trip, and we were, I was, I'd sat on the couch, and I was, I'd fallen asleep, and <laughs> Brad, I saw where Brad Facetimed me, and I was like, well, that was that was a butt dial because Brad, you know, he never Facetimes me. We we either text or call, and um, mm-hmm. I was like, well, it's late. It's a FaceTime, I'm asleep. I bet that was a butt dial. And then I get this text message from Brad and it says, Hey, call me back. It's it's important. And I was like Like I woke up really quickly whenever someone <laughs> sends out an SOS like that. I'm like, Okay, I'm up. I'm up <laughs> I call him back and he's like, Hey bro, look at this. And he takes me outside and shows the shows the boat to me and like I am just in awe and just I, i've not seen brad speechless and kind of overwhelmed like that in all the 20 years i've known him and yeah. it was it was special it was a special sight to see and uh man yeah. what a what a great gift what a great gesture and 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 it is and when you do make an impact you know you're, you're working hard day in and day out your family's impacted your church is impacted these men that you're ministering to are impacted yeah. uh, well deserved buddy
0: that's cool I can't I'm, I'm, so I've now I've taken my um, recently took my hunting license I, I didn't have a hunting license so I took my hunting uh, hunter's education course so I'm educated on how to hunt now yeah. uh, which was I actually really enjoyed taking the test you know I never hunted until I left Monroeville mm-hmm. I didn't hunt really after that because I didn't have anywhere to hunt and sort of lost interest in it you know if you will um, so I took that and then now I've taken the the boater's ed course so now I'm, I'm educated in hunting and Driving a boat. Well, so, my next, both of them were a lot of fun. If you haven't taken those things yet, they're a lot of fun. I learned a ton of things, and you know, it was really a joy actually to take it. wasn't a sort of a burden, you know. like yeah. Oh gosh, you got to do this. No, it was really cool. Right. I
1: enjoyed it. Very cool. I just need to know when we're going to take that boat out and try <laughs> to catch some redfish.
0: Oh man, soon. Uh, I got to get. Uh, there's a couple things. A polling platform over the engine um i've got to get there somebody is um fabbing a brand new one up for me to mount the the mount is there and the the framework is there but the actual platform itself i got to get a. Uh, it's being fabbed up as we speak and so um once i get that on there get the boat registered and I actually purchase my license i've passed the test but i got to purchase my license and all of those things um it'll be ready and then we'll we'll find us a time to 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 venture out into Bayou Heron and see if we can uh, see if we can find us a fish. I love it. I love
1: it. Man, yeah, man, man! What a fun! And, what a fun fall!
0: Man, a lot of stories to be had. Yep. On the on that boat, I hadn't named it yet, and and completely decided on a name yet. So that's a pretty serious thing. So I'll take my time. But um, uh, well, but it's, yeah, I'm it's far, also the second.
1: The this, it's also the second boat in the Stored Outdoors fleet that is bright yellow. We got Yahtzee. And we got the, right. the the skiff to right. be named.
0: <laughs> That's right.
1: Yahtzee is yellow. So
0: part of the fleet. Part of the fleet. I love it. The armada. Well but, uh, we're not yeah, gonna tip it.
1: we're not gonna tip our hand to what's happening in season six. Not just no. not just yet. Oh, no, no, but no, 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 it no. will be coming very soon.
0: Yeah, we got we're starting to starting to work on it. Already got a couple got one in the hopper. Two in the hopper. We got two in the hopper already. Uh, guest and some uh, some exciting people. Uh, I did get something cool in the mail today. So if you're watching on YouTube, I think me and Brian talked about this. We got a little got a little gift from our boy uh, our boy Wade uh, Wade Blevins and Sam's one bug. You got one today too. Yeah, I bro. got I
1: got one too. And man, I've never seen a Sam's one bug look more like a frog in, in my life. Man, that is a can't wait. That is a fine looking bug. Little toad, little toad. Can't wait to use that. I love Wade's been—he's uh,
0: been doing some cool stuff, so it's been fun to follow Wade. You know, he's kind
1: of leaning into a little bit of YouTube now, which uh, uh, no. I love seeing that. So if you don't follow Wade's uh, YouTube channel, yeah, maybe yeah. we'll put that in the show notes. Um, yeah. uh, we got a couple of guys uh, we want to kind of just give a little tip of the hat to uh, Stephen Rockerts. He's got some a few dates open for the summer and spring, oh, man. Uh, yeah. as far as his guide service goes with um, Fly Fishing Alabama, or Alabama Fly Fishing, and um, East Alabama Fly Fishing, those guys with um, Craig Godwin, uh, Roel, and um, and Drew Morgan. So uh, go check those guys out, East Alabama Fly Fishing, or Stephen Ruckerts with um, Alabama Fly Fishing. So uh, it's a, uh, man, two phenomenal options right here in the state of Alabama. If you want to go catching and not just fishing, and if you want to eat a, a doggone good shore lunch (laughs) you just go call those guys they will hook you up yeah
0: that's right yeah i'm working on my contacts down here in mobile so if i you know maybe eventually you can call me and i can put you on some redfish but it'll take me a little time to take me a little time to learn those tricks of the trade but maybe one day we'll be able to do that but uh
1: the practicing sure gonna be fun
0: yeah practicing is gonna be lots of fun i tell you man there there are so many great places to explore in this state and uh, so many uh, species to catch with a fly rod in this state. So, man, there's a lot of fun to be had out there. So, we know not everybody's a fly fisherman, but that's just the thing that we love.
1: Yep. But and the best way to get wait, involved in it is to go with a guide.
0: Yeah, get get out there with a the guide. Yeah, learn how to do it. Well, yeah, Brian. I uh,
1: yeah, what a story.
0: Certainly a Christmas, uh, a Christmas 2022 one I wanna won't soon forget. Mm. Um and thank you to all those that listen that, that took part in that uh, very uh, very kind kind gesture and gift um, i will steer it well i will steer it well and be a lot of stories that will be heard on this podcast that will uh, will happen out on the uh, happen out on that boat the yet to be named yellow poland gift <laughs> so.
1: well we're so thankful for everyone who listens thank you for following along oh, with us man, if, yeah. if you're a new follower Welcome. You're uh, you, you're you're welcome here, and uh, we we sure appreciate you come alongside us uh, for our stories and for the stories that we get the the privilege of telling of other people. Uh, Brad says it every time. You know, if if you enjoyed this, share it with a friend. Give us a, a rating. Uh, really,
0: really the best way. Yeah, really the best way. Grassroots sharing it with
1: your pals. Yeah, just you know, posting it on social media, sending it through a text. We have so many listeners who who only hear about it through other people. And, um, you know, it's been fun to watch our Instagram. I know this is a little aside. It's fun to watch our Instagram followers because we'll, at first it was like, okay, this is a friend of someone's friend of Brad, a friend of Brian. Mm-hmm. Now we're getting followers that have no connection to anybody within our circles. And we are so glad you're here. And, uh, mm-hmm. but that's only mm-hmm. because of the people who are listening or sharing it with their friends. And, yeah. Uh, so we really appreciate you. If you enjoy it, give us a rating or review. Um, that that really helps other people. Yeah, that helps other people that, you know, we get no monetary benefit from that. It just helps other people find us. And um, we, uh, if you enjoy what you're hearing, then um, maybe others will too. Um,
0: Yeah. Well, we always say it and I love it is uh, we hope, uh, you know, I hope the story about somebody, this group of guys giving me a boat inspires you to go love on your pastor because as a pastor, man, I was extremely and will continually be extremely blessed by that gift. And uh, each one of these stories, whether it's an essay or whether it's an interview, um, we hope you find some inspiration uh, in those stories and in those conversations and reflections. Um, we hope they inspire you and encourage you to write your own stories um, and share your own adventures and what we love to call the storied outdoors.